You are listening to Udo Karlsa on SAFM. Sweden and Finland this week. Finland this week submitted their applications to be part of the Western Defence Alliance (NATO), marking a major shift in European geopolitics. Once neutral, Finland and Sweden are abandoning years of military non-alignment, driven to join NATO's mutual defence pact in the wake of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. The enlargement of NATO was cited by Russian President Vladimir Putin as one of the key threats to Russian security that prompted the invasion into their neighbour. However, in recent weeks, fellow NATO member Turkey has been hardening its public stance against the expansion effort, accusing Sweden and Finland of being too receptive to Turkish-Kurdish groups that President Recep Erdogan calls terrorists. To discuss this, we are joined on the line by Dennis Riva, security expert from the Institute for Security Studies. Morning, Dennis. Good morning. This application by Sweden and Finland, how how significant is it? And uh, we tend to think of these things as you sign on the dotted line and tomorrow it happens. But this is a process that's unfolding here, isn't it? No, it is. And and as you mentioned uh, just now, um, it is in many ways a historic moment politically. It's it's very significant. I mean, Sweden has two hundred more than two hundred years of military non-alignment. It managed Sweden managed to stay neutral uh, during the Second World War, and, and Finland, of course, during the Cold War. So politically, this is a very significant development. And just a few months ago, if you were to speak to um, security experts around the world. No one would would have ever predicted that these two countries would change their stance. Um, however, in a broader context, I think we need to remember that both countries have had very close military cooperation, defense cooperation with European countries, which are um, NATO countries too, including NATO countries, uh, had mutual defense pact and agreements with them and uh, had a very close relationship with uh, with the NATO, with the organization itself. And uh, if, if we... Uh, if we take for the granted that uh, NATO is a defensive, first and foremost, a defensive alliance, mm. uh, which is the, the core of, of this uh, organization as it is uh, reflected in Article 5 of the organization, the mutual defense, um, nothing in a broader sense, it would not have uh, major implications. Of course, in, in, in politically it will. It's, it's a commitment from both countries to, to join European security, for instance, but in a broader sense, um, yeah, it's it. It would not have a major, let's say, military mm. um, uh, impact in that regard. Uh, Turkish resistance. Just give people a brief context as to why Recep Erdogan is so against these two countries being being member nations of NATO. Yeah, and uh, again, uh, what's what's really interesting is, as we learned recently from uh, the interview given by the uh, Finnish president. Uh, prior to seeking publicly seeking the membership of NATO, uh, Finland and Sweden both had uh, discussions with other NATO countries just to see whether there is any resistance, and there were none, including none from uh, from Turkey. So this this sudden change, um, it's unlikely that the position of Turkey uh, has, has changed so suddenly. It is more likely that Turkey is trying to use this as an opportunity to strike some sort of a, a deal, a diplomatic solution to some of the um, some of the uh, national interests and some of the problems that they have um, experienced with Kurds. So, as you mentioned, um, Turkey has accused both countries of supporting terrorism. Uh, what it means in actual sense is that both countries have hosted or are hosting a provided residence to members of 
uh, PKK, which is a Kurdish um, workers' party, which is considered a terrorist uh, group in, in Turkey. Uh, so in this regard, um, what seems to be happening is uh, Erdogan, being a very pragmatic leader, wants to use this opportunity to uh, reach some sort of a trade-off. Mm. And it's likely that uh, I think we heard yesterday that uh, talks are going on between the countries and that uh, it's likely that some, so, some sort of a solution will be reached, uh, despite uh, Turkey's very public um, stance uh, to, to oppose it. It's likely that the process will go through. Dennis, how long will the process take? And, and in light of threats of retaliation by Russia, if they were to, to do anything on, on that slim border with Finland, for instance, now in the next couple of weeks, would NATO be able to jump in and assist this nation that is knocking on the door for membership? Hmm. Now, this is, uh, this is a very good question. Essentially, I think we should, at this moment in time, we should take Finland's and Swedish uh, membership as... As, as a given, as a granted, and for granted. So uh, NATO members came out to say that despite the fact that both countries are not yet members, they have, they will have security guarantees from NATO uh, countries. In fact, it was last week when the foreign ministers met in Berlin to discuss exactly that. So for all intents and purposes, uh, Finland and Sweden will be treated as Taken NATO. as a given. Yeah. Precisely. Okay. All right, Dennis, we're gonna have, we're gonna yeah. have to leave it there time wise. Thank you as always. Always good to get your insight into issues of geopolitics. And Dennis Reva is security expert from the Institute for Security Studies. So regardless of the process not having been seen through, I think what Dennis is saying there, a, a, an attack, a threat on Finland or Sweden right now would mean direct NATO intervention, and they would feel justified in doing that.